0: Sean Strickland looks to defend his middleweight championship for the first time this weekend at UFC 297 in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena. Sean Strickland meets Drakus Du in his first title defense and a very interesting matchup and a pretty solid main card all around. Really the last uh, Canadian card. I can't remember the number but man it was, uh, it was filled with some really good fights and to see some of these fighters back on the card. Uh, representing for Canada is uh, cool to see I think the main card is going to be really good I'm going to get into uh, PFL versus Bellator as well a little bit in this one but mainly going over UFC 297 and so let's get right into it Uh, again DDP versus Sean Strickland as they will face each other in the main event Raquel Pennington versus Myra Buena Silva in the co-main event Neil Magny meets Mike Mallet and Chris Curtis versus Marc-Andre Berrault, as well as Arnold Allen returning for the first time since he lost to Max Holloway against Movsar Evolve. I probably butchered this, so just... Uh, 145 is the bout, so we'll get right into the main card. Brad Katona, also the winner of the last Ultimate Fighter, is on the prelims. He's the uh, very last fight on the prelims representing, he's got a Canadian flag next to his name. I thought he was from Ireland but maybe I am wrong. It doesn't say exactly on the page. It just says the flag next to his name. Anyways, so getting into the main, of, or the main card, Arnold Allen coming off of uh, the loss, of course, to uh, Max Holloway in his last fight. That was all the way back in April, so it's almost been a year since we've seen Arnold Allen in the octagon. And I think this this fight is going to be an interesting one. Depending on if Evlov can get him to the ground, he comes in at 17 and 0. I think is really going to be the key. He's averaging almost five takedowns a fight in the UFC, which is pretty pretty significant right there. Um, considering you know he's only been in three round fights, and uh, facing Arnold Allen, he's going to want to come in and put on a show and show he's still, you know, should be considered amongst the top of the featherweight. I trying to definitely break into that, you know, top and upper part of of the main card. I'm going to, or, or of the division. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Arnold Allen on this one. I think he bounces back. He's the underdog in this fight. As long as he can keep the fight standing, he's got a great stand-up game. And uh, I think that uh, he's going to be able to, win this one. Um so Arnold Allen is my first prediction going on to Chris Curtis versus Marc Andre barry Barryolt had a, you know, great fight in his last fight. And I, I don't know off the top of my head who he fought. Um but again on that last Canadian card and it was it was wild. The crowd was was wild. I think the crowd is gonna be way into it uh, tonight as well. Um just because, you know, they they showed you know, uh, they've been mad mad hype at the press conferences and Sean Strickland has been riling the crowd up. Really everybody kind of at the press conference trying to really get the crowd into it. So I think, I think it's going to be an exciting night of fights. Um, I'm going to go here with Chris Curtis. He is the favorite uh, at the moment and I think that he's going to get the job done. He's been around forever, 40 fights, and I think that he's going to be able to do what it takes to win this fight. Neil Magny versus Mike Malott. and this one right here, I think, is really that one of those kind of last-ditch efforts for Neil Magny to kind of stay—I don't want to say relevant, but you know, really in this part of the card and part of the the rankings at 170 pounds, he's kind of on the downslide, Of course, coming off the loss to uh, Ian Gary in his last fight. Uh, I got to go with Mike Malat though. I think he's really he's coming off of a great fight in his last fight, and I think uh, Malat has a, a lot to to prove. And I think you know Neil Magny kind of being in that gatekeeper status. I think he finally, you know, is starting to get kind of passed by by the next generation of martial artists. And you know, some guys just don't do that. Talking about Jim Miller, Jim Miller announced for UFC 300. And, you know, crazy to see that guy is still going. I mean, I was in, what, high school and that dude was, had been in the UFC for a little bit, I feel like. So, um, co-main event of the evening is, of course, Raquel Pennington versus Myra Brayna Silva. And I do think um, they were kind of trying to hype it up, kind of talking trash back and forth to the press conference. It kind of seemed a little forced to a point but uh nonetheless trying to get the crowd hyped up and and everybody excited for this fight and maybe sean strickland's words i can't remember exactly what he said but um you know sean strickland was just he said you want to see lions fight not lionesses i think or or something to that effect and um i think it was rocky that was asked about that i seen tatiana suarez had commented on an instagram post saying that next time she sees sean strickland she's gonna have words for him as um, they train together um, but I think I think this is an exciting fight. I mean, Rocky's always in exciting fights, and I think um, Bueno Silva really, you know, brings that finishing rate. She's been great in the UFC, and I think she's gonna be a little bit too much for Rocky to handle. Um, I don't know if she gets the finish. Rocky is hard to finish. Um, so I don't know if she gets the finish, but I think that, you know her skills are just gonna be a little bit um, too much for Pennington in this fight. I think Buenos Silva moves on. Um, This is a this is a title fight, you know for the vacant belt So Rocky getting that chance and I think that does add a little bit of a dynamic to it Just because you know Pennington has to know this is her last chance at winning this Bantamweight title I think she's had at least one shot. She had the shot against Amanda Nunes of course And you know it was a tough fight to watch Amanda Nunes really beat her up pretty good And you know she just showed that that heart that she has so you know she's never gonna quit um, and this is probably going to be that last chance to win, but I think Myra Bueno Silva maybe will bring in kind of in that new new blood to this division and being at the top of it will be interesting to see kind of the challengers that line up and what we see next. But as as uh, they've been saying all week, Rocky's fought everybody. So I would not be shocked at all if she does win the belt. She's a plus 40 underdog versus a minus 170. um favorite and bueno silva so i got bueno silva going over in this one and capturing the vacant women's bantamweight title into the main event sean strickland versus drakus Duplessis. this one pretty much a uh 50 50 um on the betting lines this is gonna be a fight this is gonna be a fight this is i am excited for this fight um and and i think they've kind of gotten me even more hyped up i'm excited just because Sean Strickland wants to go to war, and I'm excited for Drakus because you know he is just dead set on being a world champion. His demeanor and everything coming into this fight is exactly what you want to see out of a challenger. He, you know, wants to, you know, realize his dream of being the UFC middleweight champion. And it's going to be an inter- interesting fight in the fact that I think Sean Strickland is kind of a one-trick pony in this fight. He is going to bite down on the mouthpiece. He's going to move forward, and he's going to look to land shots on uh, Duplessis. And I think it can work. Um, the way Du moves a little bit, kind of moves in this awkward square movement sometimes when he's switching stances and, and moving around. Notice it in the Whitaker fight. And that could allow, if Strickland can time that right and get his timing down throughout the fight, that can allow Strickland to beat Du up, I think. And if he catches him while he's kind of, midway through that and able to continue we know his cardio is on point and he looks great he looks like he's in better condition than he's been in you know in the last couple of years honestly i mean uh, sean strickland looks great going to this fight looks like he's had a great camp so i am excited to see that but at the same time and this is why i'm gonna I'm, i'm i'm gonna pick ddp to win this fight i think duplessis um gets that belt probably sets up that fight against izzy and I don't know if he's going to get the finish, but I think at some point he's going to go to the wrestling. I think Strickland at some point will start to get a little bit better of Duplessis, even though Duplessis has a great shot. I think in the standup, just because what began everything against Whitaker was just kind of a straight shot, left hand that really rocked um, Whitaker. Pretty much a jab with Whitaker coming in, and if and if Duplessis can time Strickland coming in, Strickland's going to be in in trouble. I think. So it really depends on who finds their timing and range first. Is it Strickland or is it Duplessis? I think for Duplessis, though, even if Strickland does kind of find that range first, Duplessis is averaging almost three takedowns a fight with a fifty percent takedown accuracy. I think Duplessis can use that, and I, I know they talked all about, you know, we're gonna stand, we're gonna we're gonna go to war. Nobody wants to see a wrestling match, all that, and that's great. But when it comes down to it, I think DuPlessis has in his mindset that he is going to be a world champion. And that's what he came to do by any means necessary. And, you know, it's a fight. It is It is a mixed martial arts fight. Use every tool you have to win. And I think DuPlessis will do that. I think DuPlessis has more tools. Even though I do think Strickland has, you know, good wrestling. He's He's got a better takedown accuracy, although he's averaging less than a takedown a fight. But a 69, or a 64... takedown accuracy so He can hold his own wrestling. That's for sure. But once they start Both of them have good cardio, but once they start getting you know feeling each other out getting a little bit of you know Blood in the arms and maybe kind of clenching up here and there a little bit I think the Duplessis will be able to outwork him when it comes to the grappling and the exchanges from Striking to grappling, you know mixing it all together putting it all together. I think DuPlessis has a better chance at putting it all together and winning the fight that way. Whereas Strickland kind of has this one, you know, direct line to victory. And if he can't get that, you know, it'd be like the the Izzy fight where he just kind of walks Dreykus down for five rounds. I don't think... And granted, Strickland could finish him. I mean, I don't know if Strickland really has the power like that. To obviously have like a one shot, but maybe if he can string some shots together, get Duplessis, you know, down and you know get a get a stoppage that way, some some kind of TKO. I think it's possible, but on at one you have one way to, towards victory. I think, whereas Dreykus has a few. I think Dreykus could. Probably end up same thing with Strickland, finish him on the feet, you know, get him rocked and you know follow up like he did with Whitaker. He could outstrike Strickland for five rounds, but he could also mix in those takedowns. And I think Strickland is just he's so confident in what he did against Izzy, and Izzy obviously being the top striker of the division, that I don't think that's gonna allow him to even think about trying to wrestle or anything like that. And, you know, it was the heroic underdog story, right? Him beating Adesanya. And I don't think a ton of times you really see that go well in the follow-up. Granted, he's not facing Adesanya right off the bat. But, you know, it makes me think of Matt Sarah. Matt Sarah never defended the belt. Um, Bisping never defended the belt. Oh, but you, guys, you got guys like um, Weidman. You know, Weidman. Defended the belt a few times after that So We'll see But I think Drakus just has more Opportunities to win this fight So that's why I'm taking Drakus to win this fight I'll say I'll say by decision It's hard to say decision I think in this fight man. But I could see it being one of those fights That's still exciting But by about the third round Drakus takes over with the wrestling And just kind of beats him up Wears him down So, I'm going to take an unpopular opinion and say five rounds, we go the distance, and Dreykus gets the dub. Um, He'll be your new middleweight champion. Uh, Tonight is what I'm going with. So, with that out of the way, UFC 297 should be exciting. Um, Let me know what you think in the comments below as well. Whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, let me know what you think. Who's winning tonight in all of these fights? and uh we'll see we'll see what happens so huge announcement from pfl and bellator having a huge card in saudi arabia it will be in the kingdom arena and it'll be pfl versus bellator so the pfl champions from this past year will go up against bellator's champions which a Main event of Hennon Ferreira versus Ryan Darth Bader is going to be a huge fight. I'm really excited for the Clay Colliard um, and AJ McKee fight. And that's the first fight of the night on the uh, main card. That is going to be a pay-per-view. It's going to be the first pay-per-view of the year. As well as uh, Yoel Romero versus Diego Santos at 205. I think is going to be a very exciting fight as well on that card. And it's just awesome to see. So... I really think that it helps in a big way to bolster essentially um, another league if that makes sense so getting this and moving the way they're moving with pfl they have it they have a window right here because they're on borrowed time essentially money-wise so from a business perspective you have to make these moves you have to make it start to pay off you have to start to make it make sense and what they're paying out these fighters is amazing to see because this is what the ufc should have been doing a long time ago honestly i think and paying these guys what what they deserve um you know it's insane that i don't know if it's still 12 and 12 or if it's 24 and 24 i think maybe now but i mean still at the end of the day 24 and 24 is kind of insane you know you get 24 to show up you get 24 to win if you don't win 24k is nothing you know after you have to pay your you know your fees to your gym your manager all of these different things taxes um all of these things you know that's just not not sustainable to be a professional athlete is kind of crazy at the highest level you know you get it if you're in a local promotion or you know one of these kind of mid-tier rotations or mid-tier promotions but once you're at this level at the ufc and You know, I I don't care if it's the the lowest level of the UFC. Prelim on a Vegas card, you should still be getting paid, you know, I feel like pretty substantially. And at least have a base pay where you don't have to win to earn your entire purse. I I just don't think in 2024, with the amount of revenue the UFC brings in, I just don't feel like that's quite right or accurate, what they should be doing. And, you know, we'll never know what the locker room bonuses. We'll never know what the... You know, undisclosed money and what these guys get paid, you know, behind closed doors. It's not public. We'll never know. Some guys say it's enough. Some guys, you know, have went to other promotions and reasons for them leaving. And, of course, the whole um, sponsorship deal and not being able to have your own sponsorships when you go into the cage. It's just, it sucks to see at the end of the day. Um, But UFC 300 is the last thing I'm going to touch on really quick and that is already lining up to be a huge card calvin cater aljamain sterling um, as well as yuri prohaska versus alexander rakich uh, charles Oliveira versus armon man i am not sure how to pronounce that man's name sorry um and i honestly don't know if i've actually seen him fight Of, anyways Going to be a great fight though, um, Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway BMF title, and Zhang Li is going to defend her belt on this card versus Yan Shonen, and I think that one will be a really good fight as well. But I'm really pumped for Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. We will see what we're going to get for the main event. You have to feel like the main event is definitely not set in stone. Bo Nickel's going to be on this card uh Davison Figueiredo versus Cody Garbrandt and of course Jim Miller versus Bobby Green was just announced the obviously the big speculation UFC 300 if Conor McGregor is going to fight or not and one thing that MMA on Point speaking of MMA on Point just to go back to my last kind of talking point was they did a great video on the fighter pay and kind of the breakdown of you know like where the money goes after and why you know this is just not enough um they did a great video on that but They also did a really good video um, recently talking about UFC 299 and how stacked 299 is. And that is to counter the Francis Ngannou and Anthony Joshua boxing bout that is going to go on the same night. Which is just, I don't know, it feels definitely very petty with UFC 300 coming up and you wanting to stack that top to bottom. But one thing that they did mention, you know... Maybe it's just going to be stacked top to bottom with no real, you know, huge, huge fight. And, you know, we've seen out of these cards very big fights. Obviously UFC 200 kind of hampered by, you know, guys pulling out. John Jones' situation um, where he didn't get to fight. Conor McGregor and his whole deal and not having the rematch at UFC 200 with Nate Diaz. So it ended up being somewhat of a lackluster card, but it's still very important, um, I think, you know, that was the coronation of Amanda Nunes that night. The featherweight championship bout obviously felt kind of you know and eh, just because Connor had just taken the belt off of Aldo. Aldo was fighting Edgar, we had already seen this, you know, so that made for kind of a lackluster uh matchup. Daniel Cormier versus Anderson Silva obviously very exciting going into it and turned out to be a rather boring fight with uh of course, uh Cormier, you know, out-wrestling Anderson Silva for the better part of three rounds. Silva did get in a couple of really good shots, really good body kick there at the end. And UFC 100, absolutely stacked top to bottom. You know, Brock Lesnar versus Frank Mir. You had GSP on that card versus Tiago Silva. Dan Henderson versus uh, Michael Bisping in that huge knockout. trying to just remember everybody on the cover, how they had them lined up. I really liked uh, that cover. One of the best covers, I think, uh, the UFC's ever done. Um, and just showcasing everybody on the card. I feel like I'm missing a title fight, though. I feel like there was more than just the heavyweight and welterweight belts on the line. I might be wrong, but either way, amazing card up and down. UFC 100, UFC 200 was supposed to be just as big. You know, obviously got riddled by you know pullouts and you know all kinds of crazy things going on. Um, but UFC 300, it's it's going to be exciting. What do you think that they? Uh, haven't announced yet what do you think they're planning on for UFC 300 to see you know who's going to be there um who's going to be putting their titles on the line are there going to be any other title fights um maybe a fairly quick turnaround for a Sean Strickland or Dreykus DuPlessis we shall see so UFC 297 coming up tonight Again let me know who you got tonight who's winning uh, all of these fights I really appreciate it if you stuck around for the whole podcast. Give, a, give me a like and a subscribe or follow wherever you are listening at. Um, obviously you can get the podcast on all of your favorite platforms Apple podcast Spotify as well as YouTube. I've got plenty of other stuff on YouTube as well. Um, papashownotes.substack.com. and you know we got the film reviews other chiefs podcasts right here anywhere you're listening as well as youtube and we'll see you next time we talk some mma so again one more time drop down there who you got strickland or duplessy